You're listening to The Girl Dad Show. Welcome to Season 3 of The Girl Dad Show, where we explore the intersection of parenthood and entrepreneurial spirit. Join me and some incredible guests as we share tips and tricks for finding work-life balance and making a positive impact not only on the world, but also our families. Let's create a fulfilling life together. It's The Girl Dad Show, Season 3. Welcome back to another episode of The Girl Dad Show. Today, I am doing a Girl Dad Talk where I interweave uh, some life lessons that I'm learning as a professional parent navigating this journey along with you in between amazing interviews of incredible guests that are navigating this journey of building a professional career and building a family. And today, I want to talk to you about the power of gardening. And there's a couple of elements to this, but... um, I actually want to talk to you about gardening as a metaphor and kind of as a motto or parallel to business. And it's something that has hit me kind of at the same time for obviously um, indirect reasons, um, but the corollaries are very, very strong. And Amy is a huge gardener and she loves gardening and she loves being outdoors. And it's a really big passion project of hers. Uh, since I've known her actually, and she's always dreamed of having a garden to nurture and take care of and eat healthier and eat from the garden. And now that we're in Texas and we have a lot more land, we have the ability to do so. And I think more so than anything else, it's just been a lot of change over the last few years. And it's also been a lot of change just, you know, adapting with the kids as they're getting older really fast and uh, just trying to learn how to uh, be parents, you know, during this change. But over this last uh, year, we have been uh, starting to garden and um, it has more to do with, I think, just having some space for her to actually do this in. And I think the big thing that was really blocking us from doing it was just the sheer volume of open space that we have here versus we had in, in California. And I think that it's a very interesting thing to have this much blank space, right? Because you would think that if you had more space, you would have more creativity. But just like business, when you open things up too much, it's very hard to figure out what to do next. And having these constraints really helps the mind to be more creative. And strangely enough, it's it's something that I've been watching my wife struggle with. And it's something that I've been watching a lot of uh, my GMs and my business partners struggle with as well as we start to you know, encroach upon a lot of new territories. And People have a hard time, you know, dreaming up whatever. It's not that everyone is super, super creative like that. And I think there is a natural uh, expectation that more space and more openness will create more creativity. But I think human beings typically crave a little structure. And there's very few of us that are genuinely that creative. And it's a superpower and a super strength. And it's much easier for the the general <laughs> public or uh, the masses uh, to be more creative when we have at least a couple of variables defined. And so by accidentally defining a section for the garden, um, by me building out like some infrastructure in the backyard, uh, I think I created a constraint for her and that has helped us start to move forward with some some testing. And I've been watching her just test and she doesn't want to do raised bed. She doesn't want to do anything permanent. She just wants to test and she wants to just like figure out what's like, how it works. She wants to know if she wants to do drip or how she wants to lay it out. And so we basically just put together a bunch of limestone that we had collected from a lot of uh, construction and 
different renovations that we have done and just natural uh, stone that comes from unearthing the ground here in Texas. And we took those stones and we created a little mini beds and we've been gardening for the last, um, I'd say two quarters. And it has been really, really fun. I could definitely see um, Amy getting a lot happier and um, you could see her feeling a lot more pride and contentness from it. But I've also noticed that she uh, brings Grace with her. And at first, Grace was kind of dilly-dallying around with her and just playing outside. But you could see this transition over time where she is also now, you know, actively participating. And um, when I go out and help Amy more recently on some projects or intermittently between projects to do some big lifts, um, Grace is now actually much more uh, responsive and active inside the active gardening. And it's really interesting to watch kids garden because... You know, Lily is now in school. And so, you know, a lot of this stuff has been happening in the absence of Lily. And although she's been very active and she is very um, bold in her ability to go and try new things and do things, it seems that now Grace is like really latched onto this idea of like building um, a garden and then nurturing it and watering it and managing it and keeping it and then harvesting it. And just this past weekend, we uh, spent some time kind of redoing all of the raised beds and kind of flattening it out, collecting all the weeds and trash and organizing into one area because I think Amy is now ready to build a more permanent fixture. And so we spent this last weekend uh, building a really nice raised bed out of cedar and um, you know got a lot of research done over the last few weeks. We've been watching a ton of YouTube videos together and kind of mapping out what this looks like. And it's been really fun. It's been a really fun journey and bringing the family in on it and uh, I know it makes Amy very happy, but I can also see Grace really enjoying it. And when we were out there, you know, digging around, she, without even being prompted, she just was a part of it. She put on her little gardening gloves. She took her little kid shovel and just started shoveling around me. Um, and it was really fun for me to be able to see that because I don't get to see the day-to-day -day gardening activities with Grace and Amy. And to just see her feel like it's automatically her garden and, you know, just being able to like see it coming from the perspective of her wanting to engage or asking her to engage versus just her wanting to engage and just like being a part of it. This episode of The Girl Dad Show is brought to you by Owners Club. As a business owner myself, I know firsthand how challenging the journey can be, whether it's having someone that I can ask a very tactical question to or just being able to share my big successes without guilt. Building a business is a lonely journey, and it does not have to be. After building and coaching dozens of businesses to success, there is one insight that is so obvious and simple, yet hard to execute, and that is network equals net worth. And so if you're a growth-minded, supportive, smart, and hardworking business owner looking for a community of like-minded entrepreneurs to build with, look no further than the Owners Club. You will make lifelong friends and build your business that works for you. You can learn more online at owners.club. And um, I think there's so many corollaries to gardening and business. And it reminds me that, you know, the change that I've made a few years ago from switching to tech to service is so much more apparent as I, as I talk to more business owners that are moving from technology to small business. And, you know, over the last few weeks even, I've talked to a bunch of different business owners that are making this switch. And it's so interesting to watch them struggle with this mindset change of how 
you know, slow service businesses are. And it's not slow by any means. And it's a lot of work, but you know, the mentality is something that I have been working through over the last three years and just getting accustomed to and adapting and learning. And then now with Owners Club, I'm attracting and trying to build a community of growth-minded business owners. And so I'm seeing uh, these business owners uh, coming from the tech side, especially struggle with this, this change in pace. And um, it's really, really interesting because I'm realizing that I did it kind of organically and over time. And I'm able to now help these owners make that transition, you know, a little more smoothly than I did. But one of the big things about small businesses is that it takes time, although it's immediately profitable. uh, If you do the work yourself, you're an owner operator, it is immediately profitable. So there is no need to do the venture backed hamster race in the beginning. And so you either get a, a bootstrap startup and you have to like hamster race it like crazy to prove out metrics and value to get to profitability to raise that round, or you end up raising the round and you try to deploy that capital as fast as you can to get to the valuation you need to make profitability so that you can get product market fit or profitability so that you can um, raise another round. And so it's really interesting to like help these business owners go through what I went through over the last few years, which is you don't need to run so hard. You can, of course, you know, with any small business, but Like, for example, Blue Ocean is very, very successful. It's one of these uh, pool company businesses. It's one of the businesses that I've been really passionate about. And it's going incredibly well. And we're on our second year and we're making really good progress. And the business will make a healthy, healthy amount of revenue this year. And it'll be, you know, well into seven figures. And what's really interesting about it is that I don't expect to make any money off of it until probably the end. of the third year, maybe even the fourth year. And it's not like the tech company side, right? Right. It's like the venture side where, you know, you try to create valuation multiples as quickly as possible. And it's just a slower process. But what's really cool about it is, is that it's very consistent and it's very stable. And once you build it, it's really, really nice to be able to operate it. And I think that for me, you know, watching my family garden and build these, you know, raised beds that were temporary and then watching my wife, you know, now be ready to build it to be more permanent. And then the family being all part of it. And then now we're slowly going to start adding into the design and the overarching strategy of it. uh, Now that we know more and we understand more is such a really interesting corollary to business. And so often I think that we think about business as this sprint and really it's a marathon and it's, well, at least it's okay to be a marathon. And for me, as I kind of think through, you know, the life lessons that I'm learning from, you know, being a dad and, and, and trying to be a good husband to my wife and being out there gardening because she loves it, um, has really showed me an interesting epiphany and insight this, this last month, because I'm actually okay with slowing down and I'm actually okay with investing my time and energy and money into these longer, slower, sustainable businesses that will yield long-term results at a, at a smaller amount, but that's okay. At this point, I think what's more important to me is time spent with my kids gardening and um, time spent with my family doing things that are um, slow and steady and, and, and teaching them you know, how to nurture something and how to grow something and build something over time. 
And I think obviously, you know, you want to show them what it looks like to hustle and, and build high value very quickly and how to be aggressive. But at the same token, when all said and done, you can live just as happy of a life and be just as successful taking it slow and methodically and thinking about your business more strategically. And I think there's times and phases for this, you know, and I, I wouldn't recommend, you know, my kids as they grow up in their early days of their career to, you know, not try to be aggressive and try to do things really rapidly and take big risks and bets. But I also wouldn't necessarily force them into it anymore. I think that my expectation is that I want you to try things and I want you to explore everything and figure out what works for you and what feels good. But I'm getting very, very comfortable with this new idea that in this next era of my life, business is a lot like gardening and that's also great. And if you can slowly figure out what works, test different things out, start building more structure and permanency, level it up, take your time leveling it up. There's no rush. There's no rush to this, you know, both in family and in professional business, right? And take your time and figure it out because so much of all of this has to do with you. You know, it's not just about making money and spending time with your family. It's also about what do you want? Because all of this work is going to lead to um, eventually some sort of livelihood and some sort of lifestyle. And I think that it's super important us as parents and as professionals to think about what that is as we build it. Because if you don't think about that while you're building it, you may accidentally build something for the sake of money or for the sake of you know, A to B or C, but the reality is you never asked yourself why you wanted C to begin with. And so I hope this helps you guys understand where I'm going through and the insights that I'm I'm culling from this experience of learning how to garden with my family and supporting my wife in her passion and hobbies. And I'm slowly coming around the idea that, you know, this is not just an outsourceable activity, but more of a, you know, activity that I can do with my family that creates quality time and memories, but also instills, you know, a different set of mindset and thought processes. And even more than my kids, more for me, because I don't think I've ever done this kind of slow, steady, nurturing type of growth strategy before. And I'm pretty interested in it and I, I'm naturally falling into it, you know, but I'm starting to realize that I never actually did it intentionally. And so I'm pretty excited about um, this concept of gardening and business kind of being very, very similar. <laughs> and I'm probably going to have to like think through this a little bit more and whiteboard it because I think the corollary is pretty strong. And for me as a dad and as a professional, there's something to it. So anyways, that's my, uh, that's my big update this week. And I'm hoping it helps you along on your professional journey. And if you are like me, you know, coming from the tech side or the venture side, take a moment and think about it. Um, there's so many people in the last like six months that have reached out to talk to me about you know, my efforts in small business. It's unbelievable. I mean, I'm, I'm nearing a uh, hundred people this year already that have reached out and uh, asked me about uh, what it's like to be a small business owner from the venture side. And it's really interesting. I, I, I don't know if it's like the age or it's like the timing of it all, but there are a lot more people that are curious about working, you know, on something that's a little bit more slower and simpler. And, and maybe it's a change in times or it could be just the timing of, of the chapter in life, but I'm very fascinated by it. And 
I'm so grateful that uh, my wife loves gardening because I don't think I would have ever even thought about it unless uh, she made me get up there and work with my hands and dig dirt. And then when I got to see my kids do it as well. So hope this helps you on your journey. And as always, feel free to message me or comment uh, if you want me to answer anything more. And I'm here to talk to you if you want. And um, let's keep growing and building a life that's fulfilling in every way. Thank you again for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you again for listening to The Girl Dad Show. To help our show grow, please let us know who we should interview next by filling out the form on our website or commenting below.